I am currently sitting in a state psychiatric hospital working the graveyard shift and all I can smell is incense and the oils and smoke from earlier tonight. Smells like an apothecary in here. Anyways, I digress. I am here to tell you about my experience tonight with getting a psychic house cleanse as well as a tarot reading. A little bit of backstory on why I decided to do this right now. Uh, the last few years for me have been pretty dark. Well, <laughs> my whole fucking life's been pretty dark, but besides that, last few years have been pretty rough, and this last year especially has been rough. You know, with COVID, the pandemic, fun 2020 things, you know, everyone's feeling that um, it's across the globe, obviously. And because of the isolation and just going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, repeat, repeat, repeat. I've really been stuck with my own energy, stuck with my own depression, just Everything I've been going through as a human has been amplified and really kept to myself in my little space in this world, which is my house, which is ultimately a condo that looks like an apartment, apartment-sized. So it's my own little bubble, my own little space, and it's felt extremely heavy and dark. I've had nightmares, I've had bad feelings, I've had just a lot going on in this space, and... That's really what made me reach out was I kind of reached my breaking point with everything and realized, okay, I've been in a depression. I've been not taking care of my house the way I usually do. I feel something just really heavy all around me. I want to get rid of it. So that's where I decided to call a psychic. <laughs> Quick side note, because it will become of importance pretty soon in this story. But a few years ago, my best friend and I had done an automatic writing ritual. That's a whole story in itself, and we don't have time for that. But let's just say it definitely opened up doors. It definitely brought things in. It was a crazy experience. And if you believe in all of these things that I'm talking about tonight, um, it could, you know, it opened some kind of portal, some kind of way in, basically. So that'll become important in a few minutes here. <laughs> Thanks. So the psychic's name is Laura. When she got their letter in and she asked me to give her a, an initial tour, and it all started pretty smoothly. She was asking me about all the morbid stuff in my living room, dining room area. Um, I am someone who's always loved skulls, bats, ghosts, vampires, um, anything morbid, basically. And I also have a lot of light stuff in there, too, so she pointed that out, that it was, like, funny that I have this balance of light and dark, um, you know, my initial living space. But she didn't, you know, we went through that. It was all well and good, living room, dining room, to the kitchen, to the bathroom, but then we got to the middle bedroom, and as soon as she stepped foot in there, she kind of grabbed her stomach, and she was like, I feel really sick in here. It's, it's overwhelmingly sick. And then she looked at me and said, do you normally keep this room closed up all the time? And that got me, because I do. 
it's the only room in my house that I always keep the door shut. Uh, no matter if it's filled with shit and junk or if it's empty, I keep that door shut always. It's been like that since I moved in. Never really thought of a reasoning why. Um, I also don't really hang out in there even though it could be a cool place to hang out. I just, I don't know what it is. And it's it's funny because it's the lightest room in my whole place. It's got just this really white, light, airy curtains and it's a bright white room and it's got, it's just got so many bright, light things in it. But it has a bad feeling to it that you it can't really explain what that is. But so we, we started there with her having... A bad feeling in that room. So then we come to my bedroom, which I consider my bedroom to be the mecca of all bad feelings, basically. And the second she stepped her foot across the threshold dividing my bedroom and the hallway, she was again overcome with sickness. She asked if I could give her a minute while she collected herself. She said she felt extremely overwhelmed and just couldn't really verbalize what exactly she was feeling. Um, after about 30 or 40 seconds, she asked me if I have a lot of nightmares in that room, if I always feel like someone's watching me, and a list of questions, all of which I answered yes to. And, uh, my heart was racing. I was having anxiety. I was starting to think of all kinds of things, like I had, a, you know, invited a psychic over for a spiritual cleansing, and I'm about to find out that I'm living in Amityville Horror or some shit. Like, I didn't know what was going to come out of her mouth next, but she looked at me and she said, I don't know what you did, but you opened a door, you let something dark in, and there's a strong dark male presence here and it's and it's been here for a while and that pretty much knocked the air out of me because of what I told you earlier about um, that night with my best friend James we had an experience where he heard a man's voice say some things while he was trying to fall asleep in my room and backtracking to that whole thing it, it was a nightmare and there was a two-month period where I hardly came to my house so that aside it just struck me with disbelief that she was picking up on this and it, it, it it's very real it's very real to me and it whoo <laughs> I'm having trouble verbalizing it right now honestly she went on to tell me that this entity had been like an entity of opportunity. It was an opportunist and kind of just snuck in here whenever I had done what I had done, which at this point I hadn't filled her in on um, anything about that night with me and James or what we had done. <laughs> so I was just kind of listening to her and nodding and taking it all in at this point. Um, she did mention too that as, as much as it stuck around, it couldn't really get through to me because I have a strong spirit. And uh, 
you know, I'm, I paid her, so I don't know if I paid her to say that, but I'd like to believe that that's true, fairly true. <laughs> um, so from there, we started the actual ritual of blessing the house and everything, and I'll get to that in one second. She was like Grandma Aggie Cromwell from Halloween Town, pulling things out of her bag. It was like it never ended. Uh, she took out a ton of different um, oils and smudging things and all kinds of stuff. It, it was My whole table was kind of filling up with uh, things that we were using. So I'll skip all the rituals of everything, but basically you do a lot of chants, you do a lot of um, smudging and using oils to mark all these windows and doors and various parts of your home and it's like a giant blessing ritual yeah. it's really intense and really cool and I, I could feel viscerally feel a lot of resistance in the middle bedroom and in my bedroom especially in my bedroom it was uh we spent the longest in those two rooms and there was just a lot of tension a lot of um you could just feel that the darkness that was in there didn't want to leave and i don't just mean an entity or something like that but just the darkness that had accumulated in there was very uh it, it just really liked hanging out in there didn't want to leave <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm a nerd. At one point during the ritual we were doing in my bedroom, the psychic just said out loud, yes, you will. And I looked at her and I said, like, huh? And she said she just heard a male voice say that it wasn't going to leave. And of course, uh, all the color probably drained from my body and I was going on Zillow to make plans to sell my place right then and there. Not really, but it, it, it definitely it hit me pretty hard. Um, and we, we spent a lot more time in there doing more chants, more prayers, more blessings, more oils, more everything until we both felt satisfied that the room felt lighter, it felt airier, it felt good. And I have to admit that after all of this and the whole ritual and the whole thing, it is a very extremely powerful feeling, taking back your space, taking back your own energy, um, even if it doesn't have to do with ghosts and entities and all of those things, you know, if you're a non-believer, um, just taking power over your own choices and your own mental state and all of it, all of the darkness that I have been dwelling in, it felt extremely powerful to take, take grip of that, to acknowledge that, say, I'm fucking done with that right now. That's not going to be part of my journey going forward right now. So I've had enough of it and ready for lighter things. So yeah. It's something I definitely recommend you try, um, you know, any stage in life. So then after all that, it came time for my reading. 
the first thing she did was ask uh, spirits kind of what do you want me to know right now and so she had me um, pick which side of the deck to work from and the first card that she pulled was a guardian angel and she told me that uh, this spirit was telling me that I needed to reconnect with spirituality which fucking hit me because I didn't mention that to her at all and it's something I've been struggling with personally like hard and I, I, I didn't bring up anything that would indicate to her that I was having any struggles with this so the fact that she pulled that card and said that I need to reconnect with spirituality and basically that I was never alone and I've always had a guardian angel and I need to rely on them and stop turning things inward and it was this whole thing that just it I had tears in my eyes um I didn't start crying because I don't cry in front of people but <laughs> I almost did and that's that's saying a lot for me so that felt really intense and just super geared right towards me so the rest of this I'm going to try to condense because there was just so much, so many details. Some of it I want to keep kind of personal to me because it, you know, it's just personal. But um, she, she did, the next card that she drew after the Guardian Angel one was a loss of childhood card. And she asked me, you know, did you feel you had a loss of childhood? And you know, did you have, like, a lot of trauma in childhood, and you, you feel like you didn't really have your full childhood, and all of those sorts of things, which were really spot on, all of them, all of everything that she drew and read tonight was just so uncanny and spot on with everything, and then the forgiveness card came, and that's something I'm actively working on, and which is, you know, just mind-blowing, <laughs> and then, um, she also drew uh, something about Native American. She asked me, do you have a Blackfoot somewhere in your lineage? And what's funny is growing up, my grandma had always said that we had Blackfoot, Native American. And later in life, some of our relatives said that that was a joke. And I don't know the, the whole story of it all, but I know a few ancestors removed. Um, we have a... 100% Native American relative, grandmother, great-great-great-grandmother, I think it is. Um, but she said she picked up on a lot of Native American things with me, and she said I needed to do more Native American rituals and practices and have more Native American things um, in my life to kind of draw that in, and that it was kind of a huge part of my uh, soul. And that was crazy because if you know me at all, uh, it is. And I don't outwardly claim it all the time because I don't have that huge percentage of Native American where I feel like, oh, I can claim this and talk about it and represent it. So it's something I've, you know, if you know me, you know. If not, you wouldn't really know. So that was weird. Like I said, there was a lot more than all of this, but it was just detailed, personal, but a lot of it was just so spot on. 
things that she just could never know. I was very careful when signing up. She doesn't have my social media. I don't have these things on social media, first of all, but um, this was nothing where she looked me up and said, like, oh, yeah, I know this girl, and I'm going to give her this reading. It, it's just very... I guess if you believe, you believe, and if you don't, you don't, and that's how it is. Anyways, uh, so this is my first time doing something like this. I re-recorded the intros an embarrassingly large amount of times, trying uh, not to say uh and and so much. I don't know if I succeeded. I don't really want to listen to this back now I'm rambling and this is a mess anyways yeah this is my first time um it was a lot easier than writing everything out because that would have taken me forever I have a lot of stories a lot of paranormal stories a lot of experiences in life in general and uh maybe I'll do another one of these sometime we'll see so yeah thanks for listening if you listen to this whole thing I give you lots of credits and hopefully something good happens to you because you deserve it for listening to this rubbish.